Hello, this is Richard Russell and welcome to Creativity and Composition. We have a lot to talk about today, so let's get right on with the show. Today we're talking about the fifth element of music. You may remember from the last show I talked all about the four elements of music from Aaron Copeland's famous book, What to Listen for in Music. And as a bit of a teaser, I told you there's a fifth element out there that you should all think about. As a hint, I told you that Copeland spends about half of his book talking about this, but he doesn't call it an element. And I thought, you know, that's a bit of a mistake because this is huge. Folks, you have to consider this in your compositions. And it is so important, it should be elevated to the level of the fifth element of music. And what is this? It's very simple. It's form. Form. Aha, you say. Form. Uh, well, what is so important about form? Well, consider some of the people you chat with day in and day out. Maybe a family member, maybe somebody from the office. There's got to be somebody out there you know who just tells a story so very, very poorly, right? Someone who keeps interrupting himself to interject another idea, or he loses his point, or maybe he's telling you a joke and he forgets the punchline. You know, these people out there, essentially, you know, someone who once he starts talking, you always kind of tune him out in one way or another. Well, guess what, folks? Some of these people call themselves composers. And I'm sure you've been to concerts where you've heard some of these pieces. In fact, here's a bit of a test you can use to find out whether or not somebody you've just met is probably going to be a good composer. I can usually tell by just asking them to tell me a story. Any story, really, I can ask them about the last date they went on, or maybe about the time they went to see such and such movie. I hope you'll try this out on yourself, too. Do you tell an interesting story? Anyway, if your friends would give an interesting answer, they're probably going to be pretty okay as a composer. They'll have a beginning and a middle and an end to their story, and there'll be some kind of arc to the story. Uh, there'll be little signposts along the way to let you know that you are in the hands of a master storyteller, or at least a good storyteller. This doesn't mean that you have to treat form in a rote way. Yes, there's the Sonata Allegro form, the Rondo form, theme and variations. You've probably heard of all of those. In the world of pop music, you have verse-chorus. Uh, I myself personally am very fond of the AABA form. Some of these forms are old-fashioned or passé, and they might not appeal to you. If form is a new concept for you, I'd ask you to listen to the entire realm of works by the Beatles. The Beatles started with such basic forms that they almost sound trite. Love Me Do and From Me To You, these are both AABA songs that almost sound boxy in their strict sense of form. There's no freedom in them. But consider the song Yesterday. Yesterday is also an AABA song, and there's a neat little trick in there. Uh, the first A is only seven measures long, so that when it comes back to the second A, it sounds like the conclusion of the first A, even though it isn't. The seams don't show quite so much. And the Beatles also did some forms which were a little bit unusual. Uh, the songs All Together Now and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the song, not the album. 
which one is the verse and which one is the chorus. They really began to experiment with form and you're sometimes not so sure which one is the verse and which one is the chorus. It all became very, very seamless. As a side note here, I'd like to say that I've only ever encountered one tune out there that follows the form A-A-B-C, and that would be the Star-Spangled Banner, the national anthem of the United States. An interesting form, not a form I recommend. It somehow seems a little bit incomplete. Now, in the world of classical music, are there any gleaming examples of form from, say, the era of World War II on through, say, maybe last year. What happened to form? I might save that topic for another podcast. So let's think about how form is used in other artistic disciplines. It's absolutely used elsewhere. Let's take painting. Now, yes, painting can be formless. It can be abstract or non-representational. Perhaps you like this kind of art and aspire to do that in your music. That's fine. But keep in mind it's possible to take in the entirety of a painting at one viewing. It's like a snapshot. Music exists in time. It flows from one moment to the next. And so I think it might be more appropriate to think of music compared to movies. You know, a symphony can be 45 minutes long. A movie can be an hour and a half long. Most paintings or sculpture aren't two minutes long, for instance. So I think music and movies make a pretty good comparison. They have a duration, a beginning, a middle, and an end. When you see a movie, you consider that it has a form. Form is the architecture upon which the story is told. I'll say that again. Form is the architecture upon which the story is told. And this is true in music the same as in movies. Now, form is malleable. You can experiment with it. Sticking with movies, for instance, The Godfather Part Two is a movie that plays with form in interesting ways. It moves back and forth from turn-of-the-century New York to 1950s New York to Italy to Las Vegas and back and forth. What comes early in the movie gives context to what comes later and vice versa. It's such an interesting way of telling a story. It's, it's a very clever form. One of the most exciting movies that came out in a little bit more recent memory was Pulp Fiction. And one of the things that made it so exciting was the form. The movie wrapped itself around in circles in ways that didn't let you know which was the place in the story where you were. You thought you were at the beginning of the story when really you were in the middle, etc., etc. And it was very circular. Yet Quentin Tarantino, the director and the writer, is such a master storyteller that you were along for the ride every step of the way, never getting lost. As you write music, it might be helpful to think of form in these ways. But first, you should master form itself. Be aware of it. Listen to pieces and ask yourself the form. This is a little easier with shorter pieces of music, which is why I recommended listening to the Beatles. Write music that has a form. I highly recommend even a simple ABA form as a terrific setting. You can have subsections within the A section and the B section and then bring yourself back around to the A section again at the end with a little exciting twist on it. You know, you are the director of the piece you are writing. Excite your audience. When you listen to music, if you find it deadly dull and boring, I suspect about eight or nine times out of ten, you're dealing with music that is formless. Now, I'd like to say a word about formless music. I think there is room for it in music. 
but only as a contrast to what is already formed. I know of a composer who stated he wanted his music to be vague and ambiguous. That's fine. But in comparison to what, I might ask? If you want to disorient your audience and bring them no footing, this is a valid musical goal. You can achieve this harmonically or rhythmically, etc., or with form. Just be aware of it. And as the composer, be the one who is in control of it. You know, you can give your audience a little space to breathe and then constrict their air and vice versa. It's okay to mess with their heads a little bit, like in the movie Pulp Fiction, but then you've got to gain their trust first. You've got to open the door and let them into your world. And an essential tool for doing that is with form. I'd like to thank everybody out there for listening and sending me your emails. Please do keep continuing to write to me and visit me at my website, www.rdrussell.com. That's R-D-R-U-S-S-E-L-L.com. I'll be looking for you again at my next podcast. Until then, this is Richard Russell saying, keep creating.